Today's Chad Prather Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your online activity shouldn't be public. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash watchchad. Yeah, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. We're hanging out. Uh... The quarantine crew is here. Our quarantine cast of characters, of course, the puppet master Mark driving us into the nether regions is at the helm. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, and the very regal Herbert the Silent Deer looks on. Uh, party foul Steve's at the pub. Hot news, Natalie's in the hot seat. So much to get into today. So many things that have happened on this uh, hump day that we need to be talking about, I guess. <laughs> I kind of want to vomit. Uh, y'all do understand that yeah, well, you do understand the world's gone to hell, right? I mean, we are literally living in a season of lost at this point. I truly believe it. Uh, nobody knows what the hell's going on. We're just stuck on the island, and that's what's happening, and everybody's <laughs> at each other's throats. Hey, it's finally happened, though, folks. This is this is amazing time in history. The field <laughs> on the Democratic side has been cleared, and the only front runner in the race for the nomination on the left is... Oh, for president, it's nothing than feel me up and smell me down, Joe Biden. Now, more surprising than this are the forced endorsements that have been released from the likes of Barack Obama to Bernie Sanders. Uh, the voluntary endorsements that these Democratic hotshots are releasing look like they're being held for a ransom in a cave somewhere in Baghdad. Look, let's face it. Even their fearless leader, Nancy Pelosi, said it best. A glass of water running as a Democrat would easily win. Unfortunately, Joe doesn't even match up to a glass of water, and everybody knows it, including Joe Biden. Now, the Democrats consistently are playing it safe. It's only going to hurt them. It's going to hurt them come November. Where there is risk, there is reward, and that is exactly why we have Donald Trump as our president. You remember back in 2016, Republicans risked it all to nominate Donald Trump a candidate that those on the left despised, hated, and leaders on the right considered a joke. Look where we are now, folks. Some of you are going to answer that question like a smart ass, but look where we are now, folks. He's the president. If the Democrats want to run with the same recipe for each election, they will not win. It's simple as that. And even if by some miracle chance they make it into office, they don't accomplish anything! Out of an entire Democratic field of 16 human beings... This is the guy that comes out on top. Really, Joe Biden. This could be the Democratic Achilles heel, and Republicans need to take note of it. The leaders are blindly endorsing a man with no political backbone and a knack for sniffing anything on two legs. Yesterday, former President Barack Obama finally endorsed his former running mate and vice president after staying incredibly conspicuously silent for the past two years. We're going to break that down. We're going to show you the video. We're going to get into it deep. And I mean deep because the BS is flowing in Studio 22 today. We're going to get into the headlines. Hang tight. We're coming to you hard. Five, six, seven. Hey, folks, if there isn't enough reason to dump Twitter trash 
Twitter, it's garbage. You got to switch over to Parler, right? I'm going to give you the reason. Right now, Twitter is removing content they deem a denial of global or local health authority recommendations. Yeah, they are. Descriptions of, quote, ineffective treatment or prevention methods, even if made in jest. The denial of established scientific facts from, quote, global and local health authorities. Statements such as, ignore news about COVID-19. It's just an attempt to destroy capitalism by crashing the stock market and a whole lot more. They're killing these posts. And while some of these rules, maybe they seem reasonable to you, shutting down opinions you don't like is not only un-American, it might prevent legitimate questions from being asked. you got to ask those questions. Parler's the place to do that. It's the news and free speech app that won't silence your opinion or violate your privacy. Simply download the app. Little red one with a P in the middle. You create an account. It's absolutely free. You post, you share, you speak freely. Go to Parler.com or visit the App Store today. Make sure you invite all your liberal friends because they're welcome. Why not? I'm on Parler. You can follow me at WatchChad. That's P-A-R-L-E-R.com, Parler.com, or find us in the App Store. That's Parler.com. All right, it's going to be a hard one to get into, Natalie. I'm just going to tell you right now because the hypocrisy is deafening. I feel like you're more emotionally charged today. I'm trying to be cool about it, right? Because I think that I'm fully medicated, Candice. I'm fully medicated. I'm not missing any doses. I just, I think I'm starting to feel it. The Just the, 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 kind of the stir crazy aspect of it and just I'm ready for things to go back to some semblance of normalcy. I do enjoy the fact that there's not as much traffic on the highways. That's nice. Uh, I hope that when we're done social distancing that some people will still keep their distance. Like I hope that some people just stay quarantined because I think we need that in our world because <laughs> I, I, I don't miss that level of crazy, but I'm starting to become crazy. And I watch so much stuff on the media and social media and i just i realize how close to the edge so many people are and i want to i want to like berate them just saying like chill but now i'm at a point now where i don't know how to chill and now you have this new announcement of everybody Mm -hmm. coming out with what i call a fake endorsement of joe biden fake or forced both (laughs) but it they have to do it right because he's all they got. And they come out with all of these attempts at sincerity. And then Joe tries to look so humble when he's receiving their their endorsement mm-hmm. or their accolades and stuff. you know. And it's just like, oh, I want to put my finger down my throat. And so let me be honest with you. I totally feel those of you on the left... I know exactly how you feel when it comes to Donald Trump, right? I was listening to the Progress channel this morning on Sirius XM. I love listening to Progress. We were riding in here, and these people are unhinged. They just are unhinged about Donald Trump. I get it. I get it. I understand the emotion. Because when I see the nonsense coming from the left, I want to vomit myself. And that's just where we are as a country. We are diametrically opposed to one another for so many things. It has become a cult of personality. Uh, it's who do you like best? Who relates to you the best? These aren't even about the issues, uh, political, social, or anything else anymore 
we're just at each other's throats and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. And somebody said to me yesterday who is, uh, they're, they're a news person on another network. They said, I started out in all of this because I wanted to shed light and bring people together. And now I'm finding that impossible to do. And I said, quite honestly, that's where I started out too. But now I've been pissed off by so many people and attacked by so many people. I'm like, screw it. Let the loose end drag, man. Let the feathers fly. Root hog or die. Get all you can, can all you get. Sit on the lid and poison all the rest. I don't care anymore. You people are morons, man. I mean, it's just you you come at me, you come at me. You can skin a fox once after that. It gets touchy. And I'm starting to get touchy, Steve. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's pure entertainment. I love it. Hey, <laughs> well, the more, the tr- more triggered people get, I don't care if you're left or right. Whatever pisses you off the most, I enjoy it is, watching. Man, it. it's outrage politics, and and it's like at what point in time ever did in our lives did we start thinking that politics was going to affect us and influence us to this degree? But we see again. I go back to it, it's a cult of personality, and then you have so many people out there because of the social media world we live in. That we've all become our Dungeons and Dragons player. Like we're all role playing. We've all become this little avatar hiding behind our cartoon face and our little pithy sayings that don't really exist in the real world. And so we've started thinking that Twitter's real life. It's not. You know, we're at each other's throats. I literally, Candace, I, yesterday I made a doctor's appointment to go see my man doctor, right? New clinic. And people are like, oh my God, you're going to see the doctor? I just go get over it. Yes, they're open. I'm going to see them. I need to go see them. I need something stuck in my ass. (laughs) A needle, not the other things. I made an appointment with a new doctor to go see the new doctor, right? And they're local to me. And I'm sitting there thinking in my head, I wonder if this person knows who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, are they going to be, like, are they somebody that hates my guts online because I'm so vocal and out there and people know who I am? Like, I started second guessing. I don't know who this doctor is. Does this doctor know who I am? Are they going to mistreat me? Is it going to be bad? Are they going to prejudge me before I ever come into the clinic? I shouldn't be thinking crap like this, Candace. I'm just going to get something put in my ass. I shouldn't be thinking about things this deeply. Don't wear your cowboy hat. I think you'll be okay. I don't usually wear it when I'm getting things in my ass. <laughs> it's, I'm on edge. And let me tell you something. I was going to say this in the opening, but now I want to say it to you right now. Don't worry about Bernie Sanders. Who cares who Bernie Sanders endorses? <laughs> Nobody was going to vote for Bernie Sanders in the first place. Even the Bernie bros and broettes. They weren't going to vote for him. They're not even registered to vote. They haven't seen the sunlight in nine years. They're vampires. They live down in Mama's basement eating Totinos and playing World of Warcraft. They haven't seen the sun. They weren't coming out and voting for Bernie. Who cares? Bernie's out. Bernie's a hypocrite. Bernie, who is supposed to be your ideological candidate, who talks about, oh, democratic socialists. All of these things, universal health care, mm-hmm. uh, free education, and now he caved. He bowed right down to the system he says he opposed. He has spent 40 years 100% vocally speaking out against everything he's now endorsing. Y'all are hypocrites. I feel like, though, it's actually, even in his speech, he was like, it's the lesser of two evils to go with Biden because, you know, we're looking at quite possibly the worst president in the history of our lives. Yeah. You know what? So I'm going to throw my weight behind number two. I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to be alive to see it. <laughs> not going to be here. I'm sure up in my third home, maybe my fourth. We'll see. I'm on Realtor.com right now. Let's 
play the clip, Candace. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Joe, Get pissed off with me. Thank you very much for your remarks, and thank you for welcoming me, me uh, to your live stream here. Um, as you've indicated, we are living in an unbelievably unprecedented moment. You and I were chatting a few months ago, not in a million years, would we have believed that we would be talking to each other in our respective homes, that we could not you know, do rallies, that we could not uh, get out of the house. Uh, we would not have believed uh, that we'd be looking not only at a pandemic, which as you indicated, has taken over 20,000 lives in our country, half a million people infected, uh, but has cost us 16 million jobs. And that's probably a conservative number. The real number is probably higher than that. So we are in a terrible moment, an unprecedented moment. And I know we share the, the understanding that we've got to go forward right now and out of this in an unprecedented way uh, to address the terrible pain that so many of our fellow Americans are feeling. So today I am asking all Americans, I'm asking every Democrat, I'm asking every independent, I'm asking a lot of Republicans to come together in this campaign to support your candidacy, oh. which I endorse, <laughs> to make certain that we defeat somebody who I believe, and I'm speaking just for myself now, uh, is the most dangerous president in the modern history of this country. Oh, no! Oh, oh, you totally blindsided me, Bernie. I, 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 let me sniff something. I, I, I didn't know you were calling to endorse me. What? Oh, wow, Bernie, thank you so much. <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> well, I, I should endorse myself. Do you think either one of those old fools would know how to turn on that live stream by themselves? Uh-uh. If they didn't have people there to hit the button for Not them? Not a chance. You think they know how to Zoom each other? Hell no. <laughs> Do you think they know how to FaceTime? Hell no. You know they think they know how to Skype? But Joe Biden doesn't know his own Skype address. He mm -hmm. doesn't know it. He doesn't have a clue. He doesn't know how to turn the camera on. He doesn't mm -hmm. have a clue. Look at these guys. It's like, going to a, it's like going to the nursing home and watching two guys get it on. Ugh. I, it's it, uh, just watching that. It's preposterous. Mm -hmm. it, and again, I just oh, Bernie Sanders. I've seen the memes. I said it as a joke on Twitter before I started seeing the memes that Bernie Sanders sold out faster than toilet paper in a pandemic. I mean, he just bowed down and kissed the ring again. Again, he's a sellout. You want to talk about a sellout? Let me tell you what a sellout is. I get called a sellout all the time. I have never compromised my convictions. Mm -mm. Have I been wrong? Have I admitted to being wrong? Sure, but not often. But I <laughs> won't. I don't compromise my convictions. I've always believed what I believe, and I won't put myself in a situation where I got to compromise those convictions. Right? He is a sellout. He's willing to go some, against something completely against everything he believes in in order to endo endorse this guy. I can't even think of his name. Thoughts, Steve. Thoughts. Do you have any? I mean, what what do you think about this? I think it's all bullshit. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah, I can. That's, yeah, that's, I that's adequate commentary. Yeah. It's it is. stupid. Stupid. It's just dumb. Okay, so he endorsed him. Why is it dumb? Just three months ago, he talked about, well, we, we didn't know we would be in our 
homes oh, in the middle of this pandemic. You know, 20,000 people have died. CDC estimates that as of April 1st, between 25,000 and 65,000 have died of the influenza. Now, that's a big gap. You'd think we would can mm-hmm. narrow that down a little bit more. But between 25 and 65,000 people, either way, it's still more people than the coronavirus has killed, right? And if you go even to the New York Times, who I hate, to quote, they just came out and said 3,700 people were added to the death total of coronavirus that they never even gave those people a test. But they added them to the death total to make it 10,000 10, lives in New York, right? The world loses 2,700 people a day to mosquitoes. <laughs> and that's no joke. Go look it up. Steve's been looking at the most random ways to die. Yeah, that's it. I mean, <laughs> but this is just oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what you got, folks. That's what you did. You you. That's why you need to go back and watch our our Cuomo special. Uh, get the you can do the comb over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do it again. Go be a homosexual. Go back last night's Como comb over. Do a comb over. Watch it again, because that's why that's why people are salivating at the idea of an Andrew Cuomo running for president, because these guys, that's what you got geriatric, these these blue hairs that are doing it. And I have nothing against the elderly I have sure. nothing against geriatrics until you start parading yourselves as hypocrites like these old fools right here. This is dumb. This is dumb. Joe's handsome, though. Look at him. Look at him compared to Bernie. Bernie's just an angry old man. He needs a ring light. I think Joe Biden's probably a genuinely nice guy. Needs a ring light. I think I'm serious. I say it in all sincerity. I think Joe Biden's probably a really nice guy. I, I think I think if you were around Joe Biden, I, I say the same thing about Barack Obama. I, I say the same thing about Bill Clinton. I mean, I, Bill Clinton probably be a fun hang. You know. <laughs> Yeah, he is. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be fun to hang out with. I'm sure that they're very nice gentlemen. They're genteel. I'll put it that way. They're genteel. They know how to handle themselves around other people. Yeah. Mm. Bernie, I don't think Bernie is a nice guy. Mm. I Go back and look at his interaction with Tom Steyer during the stuff when, when Steyer just wanted to come up and say hi. Oh, okay, 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 good, 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 good. And he just kind of fluffs him off. Bernie's not. Bernie's a dick, right? But I, I think these other guys are probably okay. So it's not that. This is not that I'm worrying about who's nice and who's not. This is a joke, folks. This is a joke. If we are truly in the middle of some crazy stuff like most of you choose to believe that we're in, you think this is your solution? This false humility, this ideological ideological farce that's out there you can't tell me what joe biden believes in he believes in whatever the party tells him to believe in he's not a person of conviction he's not a person of backbone mm-hmm. he's not i can tell you what you might not like donald trump but by god he's got a backbone you see that little shenanigan he pulled the other day where he made the news media watch their own crap and they shit their pants <laughs> most of them clicked off they wouldn't even show it on their networks pansies hey if your mailbox is anything like mine 90 percent of the time it's fairly depressing place sort of like the democratic uh anyway uh 
you get political flyers, utility bills, you get unholy amounts of coupons. But once a month, I do have a reason to be pretty excited. That's because my box of awesome from Bespoke Post comes in. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every single month. And no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from style and grooming, uh, goods to barware, uh Cooking tools, outdoor gear, box of awesome. They look, they're going to carefully build their collections for every part of your life. So, if you want to get started with us, and you do, go take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers are going to help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They're going to release new boxes every single month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but it's got over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code WATCHCHAD at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code WATCHCHAD, 20% off, first box. Do it today. Just so you know, I'm not coming at these guys from an angle of I don't like them or their person or and I you know, look, like Joe Biden is creepy. We know that. He's handsy, he's feely, he's touchy, he's sniffy, he's all these things. But is he a pedophile? No, I don't think that. Is he some kind of sexual harasser that's I no, I know that you have the Tara Reed thing that came out that is being swept under the rug because how dare anybody come against a liberal with sexual harassment claims, whereas they were going to crucify Brett Kavanaugh for something of the same nature. And I don't want to get into that. I'm so tired of these hypersensitive people, Natalie, who are just so over the top with everything, just like how dare you make a joke about wearing masks? You know, I put the meme out. I created it last night. I saw one similar to it, so I stole the idea because the other one was a little bit vulgar. This one was just edgy enough where I said it was a picture of George Washington and the Patriots and the Redcoats, and they're wearing the thing, and the, and the, and the Redcoats with the, under the British flag said, uh, put on your masks, and then the Patriots said, kiss our ass, you know? <laughs> People get, oh, how dare you? You don't want people to wear their masks? You want people to die? Oh, no, just because I am for liberty and freedom and choice does not mean that I'm a premeditated murderer and want to go around breathing on everybody with a compromised immune system. Here's the thing. We have people, you know people, you know people, everybody in this room knows people who have been on heavy chemotherapy at some point in time mm -hmm. in their life because they literally have a life-ending terminal illness, and their immune, immune system is compromised, mm -hmm. Right. We don't go around breathing on them either. We have a lady here who is a very valuable member of the Blaze staff who had to go through, and thank God she's doing so much better these days, uh, and, and remission and everything else. But for a long time, she had a rough go of it. She'd come in here. She was wearing the mask. We didn't go over there breathing on her and hugging on her and doing all those kind of things. She was in a frail condition. So, But that doesn't mean we went overboard if somebody else walked in this building that wasn't wearing a mask, right? Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So you make a choice to do these things. You have these guys who are out here demanding things both publicly. And then Bernie Sanders in his endorsement is going to talk about how Donald Trump is the most dangerous person. And uh, come on, I man. Know. Give me a break. You want to know what we need to put in quarantine as the mainstream media for about 30 days. Watch all this BS go away. I, speaking of liberties and freedom, I wanted to ask you your thoughts on Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. Yeah, she's a 
I I don't understand. What she what? She a hoe. Uh, okay. No, she is a tyrant. Is what she is. She's uh, Ralph Northam Jr. So I, she's taking homes, the title pretty quickly. I mean, the power is is oh yeah, it's going pretty strong there. And I could just hear him. I could hear Steve just hell no because she said if you have two homes, you're not allowed to go to the other home. Yeah. If you are you know running a walmart you are not allowed to sell certain non-essential items i have friends in michigan and they are fed up with it um in michigan you know apparently you know with all the lakes and everything people have their cabins and things mm -hmm. they go to and they're like well, we want to go quarantine here well you can't do that you can't go to your own home you can't get out she is running uh i look i went on priceline the other day just to see if i could buy a, a plane ticket to michigan you can, apparently can still do it now what you get when you get in there it is truly i've talked to them every day there it's a police state okay they are they're over governing everything and i had a guy you know i have the people who want to come at me the trolls that are on there and they want to be smart asses without making a real point and he's like well you know the governor you you think trump has all this it's one of our monologues we put out in the last couple of days i think it was mondays well you know trump doesn't have that power it's all about the the governors remember states rights I'm like, okay, look, it's not about the governors. It's about the people. The people have the power. That is what's called liberty. Now, we put state governors in place in order to govern as a representative of the people, mm -hmm. right? When you start policing the people and become tyrannical over the people, you have overstepped your bounds of authority. And at that point in time, this becomes something where the patriots decide to step up because I promise you, patriots aren't going to be forced to do anything. I ain't talking about Americans because Americans have already proved to be a bunch of wusses. I'm talking about patriots. Patriots aren't going to be forced to do anything. I can't force party foul to do anything at his house. No, I mean, nope. Steve, what would you do if the if the governor told you you're not allowed to go to a, a home you own? I'd put my boots on yep. and go to my home that I own. That's right. right. That's right. Throw What you going right. to do? You, I mean, okay, so you go throw me in jail with a bunch of other people? And, I mean, it's like this stupid crap. I mean, just in Grand Prairie, Texas, yesterday, we got, we got a dude who's let out of jail because of this COVID crap. And what does he do? He goes out there in Grand Prairie and gets in a shootout with the police. We have somebody that murdered somebody on what, Monday or Sunday, who got let out of jail, and he goes in there and kills somebody. Stop this crap. This is ludicrous, man. This is the stuff that is ridiculous. And I'm, that's, I think that's why I've hit the point of just being pissed off about it. Because look, is it serious? Yeah, but so is everything else. Everything is life and death. You are going to die, period. Everybody in this room one day is going to die. Some of you sooner than later. Don't you shake your head at me, woman. I'm not doing it. You're going to do it. I'm not doing COVID it. COVID is absolutely the last thing that you should have to worry right. about. I Period. talked to True. our buddy Vince Moreno in Nashville. He and his wife, Holly, had it. He said, it was the worst three weeks we've ever had. He said, I've still got the dry cough. My lungs are clear. I'm basically recovered from it. They say the cough's going to last another four weeks. He said, Holly's back at work. She's got a dry throat. That's it. Okay, so the recovery rate is over 98%. It's what's going to happen. You don't recover. That ain't the recovery rate for cancer. That ain't the recovery rate mm -hmm. for diabetes. That ain't the recovery rate for COPD or smoking or anything else. That's not it. We're sitting here making a big-ass thing over something so minute. Is it serious if you get it? Yep. Is it serious if you're compromised? Yep. If you got an underlying condition? Yeah. But let me tell you something. Every single person in here has an underlying condition and everybody listening and watching you all have an underlying condition you know what it's called life and you're gonna die from it true period it's true
So get over your self-important righteous ass that thinks that you're untouchable. You're not untouchable. You're going to die from something. I don't want to kill you. <laughs> right? I don't. I don't want to be the one that kills you. And I'm doing my best not to. But I might hit you with my truck this afternoon. God forbid. Oh, gosh. Right? I yeah. don't want to. No. But if you step out in front of my truck, I might hit you. Is it my fault? Could be. I don't know. It depends on how much I drink today. <laughs> we'll see. But God forbid, Steve. But, but we just set, we just set our entire country and every other country in the world. We set them up big time because the next time it comes around, we have to do it again. Yeah, you got to do it again. This becomes be, the norm. It's going to be the norm, and that's bullshit. That's why I'm wearing camouflage today because I'm going. I'm I'm going into hiding. I'm going to my summer cabin. Me and Bernie, we're going to our summer summer cabin. Well, not in Michigan. Oh, I'll go. I'll no, go. you're going to do I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to do it. me a plane ticket to Grand Rapids. <laughs> I'm going in, man. I'm going in covert. Michigan's Where's great. Where's Clint Emerson? We're going in Navy SEAL style, and underwear gonna, and a knife in our teeth. You're going to swing by Walmart and get you some non-essential items. I'm hey, going to get me some. <laughs> at least at Walmart in Michigan, you can buy liquor. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Most places. Come on, Governor Abbott. I know you could get with this thing. You know, you want to get pissed off. I'm not pissed off. I'm passionate. I'm passionate. Play this, though. This is going to piss you off. Come on, Candace. Give it to me. I'm Joe ready. was there as we rebuilt from the Great Recession and rescued the American auto industry. Bailed him out. He was the one asking what every policy would do for the middle class and everyone striving to get into the middle class. That's why I asked him to implement the Recovery Act, which saved millions of jobs mm. and got people back on their feet. Because Joe gets stuff done. <laughs> Joe helped me manage H1N1 and prevent the Ebola epidemic from becoming the type of pandemic we're seeing now. He helped me restore America's standing and leadership in the world on the other threats of our time, like nuclear proliferation and climate change. Joe has the character and the experience to guide us through one of our darkest times and heal us through a long recovery. And I know he'll surround himself with good people. But does he have the memory to be able to <laughs> heal us and recover? I don't know. Biden did he, never did anything. Did I went eight have, years. Did I didn't even know the character to do it. I mean, what happened six months ago, Barry? Why weren't you there six months ago saying right. these same things, endorsing this guy? Because you're full of crap, dude. You were waiting to see who comes out on top, and you had your little polished twelve-minute speech to come out. And it, this was about Barry. This wasn't about Biden. This was about Barry. It's always about Barry. You know, I'd love to see the five o'clock shadow on his wife right now after quarantine. You know that girl's getting hairy. Listen, I, and I say that in quotes, but uh, girl. Anyway, I digress. I, you know, I was listening to the Progress Channel this morning, and, and they're all unhinged, and apparently I am too. I, maybe it's just catching. I, I've, I've gotten unhinged. I repent. We should get unhinged. I, well, I'm pissed off, Steve. I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I'm irritated. Passionate. That, that people will let, and somebody said, well, you know what? If I want to wear a mask into the Walmart, then that's, yes, that's right. It is Absolutely. your right. It's your right. Steve and I make our living in the public forum with crowds of people everywhere we go in live auditoriums, people in close proximity. You know what we're going to do? We're going to come out with masks. You know why? Because we're freaking capitalists. And you morons are out there willing to buy them. <laughs> if you want to come to our show, we're going to have some masks that say party time. We're going to have masks that say love y'all. Unapologetic patriot. Say, uh, come and horned. take it. Come take, come and take my mask. 
Do it, man. We're going to sell masks. You know why? They're not protecting you because that's not what masks do. They, I mean, I'm walking around the, the, the grocery store and this lady sneezes in her mask the other day. And I'm like, sucks to be you, lady. But it saved it from going on everybody yeah. else. Okay, that's great. But I mean, my God. I mean, I, how many people have sneezed on crap all the time Yeah, that I've been around? Yeah. You ever hug anybody with AIDS? You ever <laughs> hug anybody with AIDS? I have. I have many, I many if, times. I don't know if I have or not. Because yeah, I don't. But I mean, you remember them. back? In, you remember back in the '80s when it was like, oh my God, I don't want to be in the same room with somebody that's got AIDS yes. because there was so much misinformation about it, and you thought, well, if, if I'm around that person who has HIV, then I, I can remember one time uh, in college, and there was a girl whose brother had it. And now she's hanging around me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. we didn't know. We didn't know. I think we're going to find out there's a lot of things we don't know about this, too. I want to break some of that down for you. I'm going to try to calm down. <sighs> Goose Fraba. We'll be right back. So we've talked about Bernie. We've talked about Barack. Uh, Apparently, Barack Obama convinced Bernie to drop out of the Democratic primary. That's at least the rumor that's going around. Um, You know, know, Obama's been quiet. He hasn't said anything. He's distanced himself from Biden. Who knows why? Uh, I I think he's just running with any dog that'll hunt, basically. And I'm not sure how much Biden's hunting because that brain ain't working. and I, and I say that with all compassion. I really do, because I feel sorry for Joe Biden being thrust into this situation. We'll see what it we'll see what it comes out to. But anyway, play that other clip. Play that final clip there that we got of Barry, Barry Sotero. Honesty and humility, empathy and grace. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. It belongs in the White House. Mm. And that's why I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for president of the United States. Mm. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. And he became a close friend. And I believe Joe has all the qualities we need in a president right now. He's someone whose own life has taught him how to persevere, how to bounce back when you've been knocked down. I tell you this, if I got to don a full hazmat suit, Spray myself down with antibacterial and shove a probe up my butt just because I like it. I'm going to vote. <laughs> I'm turning yeah. out, baby. I'm turning out. And this mail-in vote thing, Mm-mm. y'all got to stop with this. Thank you. Y'all got to stop with this. That is not a solution. Nope. Because here's what happens. You go over to grandma and grandpa's house and say, hey, grandma and grandpa, you know your ballot came in. It did, honey. Well, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He's just doing, I like his orange face. Oh, it's okay, Grandma. I'll take care of it for you. Doop, doop, and mail it in. That's voter fraud. That's what will happen. On both sides. Of course. Or, yeah. It can happen so it, potentially it on both sides. On both sides. You don't. That's not what you do. Yep. And this whole idea of, you talk about, 
Michigan and all these other states, you know, that want to rescind any of these ideas. Like Ralph Northam in Virginia came out just this week talking about we're going to rescind this voter ID thing. And come on, man, that is the most ludicrous thing. Are you telling me that minorities don't have the common sense to be able to get a a government ID? They do when it's time to go get the welfare check. (laughs) Check the IDs. I mean, this whole crying racism and everything is stupid. And now, you know, Donald Trump comes out. He's just been savage at these press conferences, you know, and it drives Jade crazy. She watches. She's like, why does he have to do that? And I was like, <laughs> same reason I'm screaming on this podcast, because after a while, you just get a little touchy. Um, Beijing, he decided he said we're going to do a uh, what, 60 to 90 day investigation on uh, the World Health Organization, which, of course, is seriously backed by China, China. Uh, and China, of course, comes out and has serious concerns after Donald Trump suspended all U.S. funding of the World Health Organization. Uh, we're talking about five hundred million dollars, folks, that goes from America. That's that's that could that could that could help a lot of people in America. It could. And I know everybody's like, oh well, the world. And I have these people who want to jump on there. And I know you trolls. I could call you by name right now if I want to give you any recognition because you're just mm, you're there every day. And I want you to learn grammar, and I want you to learn punctuation, <laughs> and know how to spell there and there and you, your and your, and where to put the apostrophe and when. <laughs> well, they are uh, a fan. <laughs> so I just want you to I just stop trolling until you learn the English, at least till we can understand you. Um, Oh, well, the World Health Organization, this and that. Let me let me remind you guys, the World Health Organization, as of mid-January, was saying that it wasn't communicable between two people, talking about the, the COVID. Uh, January 31st, Trump closed travel from China. What happened? World Health Organization opposed that. Well, the Democrats called him racist. Yeah. Democrats called him racist. February 2nd, Osiris Barbeau. New York City Health Commissioner says, join the parades. Don't believe the misinformation from POTUS. Also on February 2nd, Mark Levine, Levin, I think you say Mark Levin Jr., not our Mark Levin. He's the New York City Health Council. He says, the huge crowds is powerful defiance against coronavirus scare tactics of POTUS. February 24th, Nancy Pelosi in Chinatown tells people to come down and join the crowds. March 2nd, New York City Bill de Blasio and Mayor Bill de Blasio urged New York New Yorkers to get out on the town despite coronavirus. Visit the cinema, he said. April 3rd, Pelosi and Schiff announced an investigation into Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis. You see? Yep. They're all morons. They're morons. I mean, you, you have fought this thing. You have fought this president at every single turn, no matter what happens. I love it when that Democratic, you know, it's on my political cowboy page. Go watch it. You know, Trump's sitting in there. Uh, they're in the they're in the conference room there, and he's got that representative, the Democratic representative. She's talking about her condition of Lyme disease. She recovered from Corona, and he's got her there at the White House, and she's a Democrat. She's a black lady, and she's like, I just want to say thank you. That's not a political line. I just want to say thank you for what you've done. Thank you for having me here. And he's like, well, you have this Lyme disease. And he goes into this little thing about Lyme disease. He says, can we get the White House doctors to take a look at her and just see if there's anything they can do to help, you know, to control what she's dealing with with this Lyme disease and stuff? And then, of course, he turns to the press and he says, is, is, are y'all going to say that's illegal? Are you going to try to impeach me for trying to help her? I mean, is that necessary? No, but that is the thing they do. Yeah. Right? That's not going to get... 
uh, mainstream media press of him doing that. You know, I mean, it's just not. Uh, he likes to play golf, you know. Oh, okay. And I will say this too. You know what? I you I don't think that I don't think I ever said anything about Barack Obama playing golf. I, I didn't either. I think a president should. I don't care. I what mean, the, you I get mean, more business not? done you out get, there. I mean, can you imagine having four dedicated hours with the president of the United States to talk business and and state of affairs? I mean, I, it's a great place to do it. That's where we do it. You know, places like that. Go fishing. I'd go fishing. Yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd have a presidential. Why fishing not bond. downtime? Why, why are you? And not I understand they do it a lot. Barack Obama did it a lot. Yeah, sure. Um, but but the thing is, I you know. You have all these people say, "Oh, well, you didn't. Have, you sure had a problem with Barack Obama playing golf?" I'm like, "No, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care. Do you know how much taxpayer money that costs for them to go do that? I don't feel it. I get it, <laughs> but I don't feel it. Right? I still pay my taxes every year. I don't. I don't check a thing off to so make sure that none of my funds go to any presidential golf outings. Right? I still pay my taxes. Whatever." I voted these people in so they could manage the federal, and they are all doing a crappy job. All of them are doing a crappy job. Trump included. Spending's out of control. I've told you over and over again. It's no not a conservative. Thing, there's no such thing as conservatives anymore. They don't exist. This is a, this is an episode of Lost. <laughs> it's a whole season of Lost. We're on this island. We don't know what the hell's going on. We're just getting little tidbits of information. It's like tune in tomorrow. Let's see what the hell happens then. Mm-hmm. The volcano's talking to us. We don't know. We don't know. So anyway, don't fund the WHO. Don't fund World Health Organization. Don't do it. Screw them. What do they bring to your life? What? The CDC just said it day before yesterday. CDC, Center for Disease Control. They can't control shit. Not anything. They're creating probably more than they're <laughs> stopping. They can't even control the flu. They said it's between 24,000 and 65,000 flu deaths That's a already gap. this year. That's quite a gap. 40,000 people. They are, <laughs> that's unaccounted for. We don't know if they died of the flu or not. That's a CDC report. That right there ought to tell you the problem. I think a cat wandered up on the shelf somewhere at the <laughs> CDC and knocked over a SARS-19 bottle or a whatever COVID-19. Oh, my God. But don't worry about it. Joe, let me be clear. Joe. Joe's the man for right now. He's the man for right now between nuclear proliferation and climate change. Those two things will kill you. Yeah, where did climate change go to, y'all? I haven't heard much about it's, it lately. It's the world's biggest enemy. The biggest enemy, it's climate change. Enemy. That nuclear proliferation. We'll be right back. Okay, folks. I apologize for screaming at you. I'm kidding. I don't apologize. No, you're passionate. Oh, I, I appreciate I, it. Nah, I'm not apologizing. You're the unapologetic cowboy. Uh, People tune in because that's how they're feeling, and they <laughs> want to scream it from a mountaintop, and you just did it. <laughs> I love it. I'm just tired of people worshiping their life. Right? Mm. People have died to give us the liberty we have. Their life was no less important than yours or mine. And, and we worship this thing like grandma's life is more important than anybody. Okay, I love grandma. I do. I mm-hmm. do. I love grandma. I don't want anything bad to happen to grandma. God bless her. 
keep her in the house, wash her off every now and then. And I ain't disrespecting grandma, but God bless her. But at the same time, we don't change how the world works for grandma. That's right. I we, remind granny a couple of times a week, stay in the house. I don't want granny to die. I don't. I hope she lives to be 137 years old. She Granny's doesn't. got COPD. She doesn't want to. <laughs> she doesn't want to. I used to go visit. And look, I, I visit with these folks. You know, these centenarians, I visit with them. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I've got them. I can. You can go back and see pictures. Uh, we had, you know, we had. God bless her. I won't bring her up. She lived to be 106 years old. We took her out there on the field. She threw out the first pitch for the Rangers game. Yes. And I still got a baseball she signed. I used to go visit Miss Keener. Man, she was 103 years old when she finally died. And I used to say, "What can I pray for you?" She, "How can I pray for you?" She said, "Just pray the Lord to take me." <laughs> right. Just pray the Lord to take me, folks. Life ain't gonna last forever. Make the most you can. Be free. Love y'all. God bless. Talk to you next time. Thank <laughs> you.